welcome to the Daring Author Podcast, the show that takes you behind the scenes of building a successful author business, bringing you inspiring interviews and information on writing and marketing ideas for your book so that you can build an easeful, empowering and profitable author business. I'm your host, Jenna Lee, owner of The Daring Press, a virtual marketing and support agency where we help indie authors who are ready to take their author business to the next level with more ease, growth, and time. You can find the episode show notes and a bunch of marketing resources at thedaringpress.com. Let's become daring authors by diving into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Daring Author Podcast. I'm so excited because it is on the first few days of 2023, which is so, so exciting. But today I am going to talk to you about something very personal and that come up at the end of 2022. And it's all about saying I am overwhelmed. So after being stuck in what feels like a parallel universe for the past two years, consumed by daily case numbers, chaotic restrictions, disruptive announcements, and once everything was back to normal, my ambitious personality took over as I trust myself, sorry, thrust myself into work immediately. So I've been head down, bum up for the past 12 months with like full on tunnel vision. It's probably been even more than 12 months, to be honest, probably about two years actually. So yeah, really got that tunnel vision on to really grow my business, sending out, you know, proposals, attending every in-person event, you know, seizing every networking opportunity, doing all the long to-do lists, the admin, all of that. And, you know, while this has been really great for my business, it was the Only at the start of December, while I was sitting at my desk about to hit submit on my 11th fiction novel, a wave of uneasiness really hit me like a ton of bricks and I was saying I am overwhelmed. So from growing my business to writing a new book, managing team and planning for a holiday, thinking about all all of this, what I need to do before the end of year, there was just this you know, voice in my head yelling so much that it's like, still, there's still so much to do. There's still so much to learn. There's still so much to achieve. And it was just like, da 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 throwing all that at me. And, you know, I'd managed to suppress the internal chit chat for the past year or more, but yeah, I just couldn't and can't ignore it anymore. You know, especially when I was continuing hearing from clients that they were also feeling overwhelmed. And that's where it really hits home when other people are feeling the same way as you are. And I know if you're nodding nodding along right now, feeling overwhelmed by, you know, the deadlines and inundated with tasks or unrealistic expectations of yourself, I really invite you to pause, rest and reset. So, And that's what today that I'm going to give you some top tips for really reducing the overwhelm and really maintaining a sense of calm in the hustle culture of writing and publishing to really avoid a path of self-destruction. And I think this is super, super important. And that's why I want to talk about today really about how to reduce your business overwhelm. All right. I hope you're ready. I'm about to take a sip of my morning coffee. 
So the first one, we're talking about prioritize, task, and delegate. So important, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're the best author, publisher, or creator. We can only do so much in a day. We only have so many hours in a day to do things. And, you know, it's fantastic to dream big, to, you know, set ambitious goals, but um, to avoid disappointment and overwhelm from the get-go by learning really how to prioritize and delegate, you know, the lengthy to-do list that you have. And I want to talk to you about how to prioritize and delegate tasks. So what um, we do and what I suggest um, is a great way to prioritize and delegate is make a list of everything you need to or want to do. You know, there, there is a using the Eastern Hoover decision matrix, separate the tasks into four sections on, you know, a piece of paper, write down the four sections and divide it and really decide whether they're urgent or non-urgent and important or non-important. So once you've allocated everything, you can really easily visualize the important and urgent tasks to prioritize and then the non-important urgent tasks to delegate. And as for the important non-urgent tasks, schedule time in you know the future to really focus on these. So put it you know, we at the Daring Press use Asana, a task management app. A lot of people use Trello, whatever it might be, and really pop these tasks down into, you know, it might be a week away, it might be a month away, wherever they fit into your schedule. And ask yourself if you can delete the non-important, non-urgent tasks from your to-do list. So that is a really great way to really work out, okay, what, what needs to be done right now? What can I delegate and what can I put into the future um, to be able to do it then and popping it into a platform like Asana that um, can really help keep that out of your mind and you can move on to what is important right now and what you should be doing or, or what, yeah, is important on your list. All right. I hope that really helps you. The second is giving yourself a break and time to reflect. So never underestimate taking the time to stop, rest and reflect. While it can feel impossible to stop if we're busy, this is the best time to hit pause. You know, if we're feeling overwhelmed, our judgment can be impacted and affect our productivity. You know, have you ever had one of those days where you've got so much on your plate and you feel so overwhelmed, you end up staying at your computer for hours, getting nothing done? Yeah. You're not alone. I've been there too, you know, and I think this is the perfect time to pause and take a break. And just on reflecting on that, you know, last year in December, I did the same. I had a holiday booked for Hawaii, a family holiday, and it was just, okay, I'm, I was thinking, oh, I might take my laptop in case of emergency, but it was the best time to really switch off from all the social media, everything, and just really have a good, solid two, three weeks break. And when I got back, I still eased my way back into work so that I wasn't coming in full steam and getting overwhelmed all over again. So really taking that time to have that break. And now I feel so much more energized and ready for 2023 with just a new new set of energy. And I know that during the year, I am going to take breaks as well. And just to really give give myself more of that energy and um, give myself more time to really 
have a break and time to reflect and rest as well, you know. And um, if just a few tips around, you know, if you are feeling anxious or overwhelmed and start from having too much on your plate, give yourself the morning or the afternoon off, you know. And I know it might sound counterproductive and you might find it hard not to think about work, However, really never underestimate the power of taking a minute for yourself, you know, and as I just talked about before, it's going to really help you in the long run with how productive you are because you're giving yourself that time to rest. So, and I want to share some of our favorite things to help, you know, help us feel really calm and relaxed when we're stuck in an overwhelmed mindset is to read a book. I know we've got a lot of writers out there who love reading books. So read a book to really take yourself away from that and escape into that book. And I know that's why you write as well. So why not do that for ourselves? Take take yourself to a movie or walk along the beach if that's accessible to you or forest or whatever it may be. You know, sit on a park bench and just people watch. I know we like to do that as writers. Oh, well, I know I do. Go for a run or a skateboard or something really fun. Do some journaling, meditate, or maybe just even close your eyes and listen to some music and, you know, might be play with your pets or whatever it might be. They're just some ideas to really switch off if you are feeling in that overwhelm state of mind. All right, so the third tip we're going to look at is lean into your intuition and respect your limits. Do you struggle to say no like me? <laughs> Are you constantly inundated by tasks outside of, you know, the social media world and um, values or capabilities that really feel draining? It might be time to start listening to your intuition. You know, that uncomfortable feeling when something doesn't feel quite right, this is your signal to stop, reflect and really lean in. Whether it's a proposed project, a publishing opportunity book idea, edit, you know, editing deadlines, looking at all that before committing, ask if this is something you really want to do and be honest with yourself. If it's outside of your wheelhouse, you know, if, if it does, if you're feeling this thing in your gut that just feels misaligned with your values, it feels yuck, say no and trust something better will come along. We don't have to say yes to every opportunity that does come to us, if it does feel a bit icky or something just doesn't feel right, that's your intuition telling you that this isn't the right time, this isn't the right opportunity for you right now, even though it might be like a huge amount of money or it might be a really great opportunity, if it doesn't feel right and your intuition is telling you, no, don't do it because something, it won't work out and you've got to trust yourself and trust your back and really lean into how that feels for you. And if we trust our intuition, everything is going to fall into place and everything is going to work out for us. So I hope that next time that, you know, somebody even asks you something and a great way to practice this as well is like asking yourself, you know, what what do I want for dinner? Or if somebody or somebody asked you like a yes or no question, it's like, do you want um, pasta, chicken pasta for dinner? lean into does this feel like a yes or a no really practicing that that muscle and I am doing this at the moment really practicing 
that intuition and knowing what it feels like for me. So really practicing that before you get to those big decisions is really important and not going outside of yourself for someone else to make that decision for you. All right. I'm I'm really bad at that. So that's something that I'm working on this year as well. Right. Tip four is journal prompts. So it's no secret that we love journaling at the Daring Press and me personally, I love journaling and I've written books about journaling and journal prompts especially. So I've written a book that has six months worth of journal prompts daily. So I know a lot about journal prompts. So here are some of our favorite journal prompts for when we feel consumed by work, unmotivated and overwhelmed. So here are some that you can grab a pen, write down in your journal or type up wherever you are listening or maybe hit pause and start writing these down as well. They'll also be on our blog post at thedaringpress.com forward slash blog if you are in the car and you can't write them down. So can you identify any specific triggers making you feel overwhelmed? If you're feeling overwhelmed by something within your control, brainstorm solutions and create an action plan if you're up to it. Is there anything you can let go of in your business that's causing overwhelm? What are three things you're proud of in your business? What's one thing you can do today that will make tomorrow easier? All right, I hope that these questions really help you to really identify what that overwhelm is and really help you to move forward once you have answered these questions and how you can really identify and then remove those those triggers that really give you that overwhelm. All right, the fifth tip is positive affirmations. So as a self-employed author who wears multiple hats, you know, it's it's normal to feel overwhelmed from time to time. So when you are feeling anxious, drained and down, it's helpful to have a list of positive affirmations you can read out loud to really shift your mindset. And here are some of our favorite that, um, you know, that we like to use as well. And it's simply, I am enough. I'm proud of what, what I've accomplished so far. This is only chapter. This is only a chapter. It's not my whole story. I'm doing a great job, even if it doesn't feel like that today. I released the past and embraced the present. Great opportunities will continue to present themselves. I deserve it all. I am worthy. All right. I hope you've had time to write these down and even not just um, going to the blog post and copying them down. And I love having them on my vision board as well to be able to look up and really read them out loud when I am feeling that sign of feeling overwhelmed and that's the next thing I'm going to talk about knowing the signs of burnouts you know while it's normal to feel overwhelmed occasionally it's essential to know the difference between feeling stuck and burnout so if you're feeling any of the following symptoms more than a few times a week it might be time to really reassess how you're running your business and really look at delegating tasks and taking a well-deserved break So here are some of the things and signs that might lead or, you know, might be the signs of your burnout. So the first one is helplessness, decreased satisfaction, 
feeling detached or alone in the world, loss of motivation. All right, so I hope that if if any of these do feel like a trigger to you, that you do look at getting some support in some way around this and really looking at how can I take away this pressure and how can I maybe delegate these tasks or take a break or whatever it might be. It is important for us to really know these signs and not work through them because you don't want to be in burnout. Trust me, it's, yeah, it's not a nice place to be. So I just want you to look after yourself first and foremost. And really, if there any of these do feel like triggers for you, really assessing that and seeing where you can make some changes within your business. Because if we don't have you, if you're burnt out, there's no more books to write. All right. So if you're looking at, um, yeah, finding work-life balance in 2023, you know, I, I think this is so important and it's going to be definitely a a focus for me in my business as well and finding that work-life balance. So, you know, don't let the overwhelm cripple your author business, you know, as incredible as it is to work for yourself, do what you love and have a rewarding career. Remember to take time for yourself, spend time with friends, family, play with your dog or cat or pets. And really enjoy life without feeling as if you're chained chained to your computer 24-7, trying to keep up with the rat race. So if you're looking at, yeah, really finding that work-life balance in 2023, and if you do feel like you want to delegate more tasks or anything like that, just book in a free discovery call with me, Jenna at The Daring Press, and I'd love to have a chat with you because this is something that yeah, is so, so important for your author business and how you're going to help grow it as well and finding that work-life balance within it. All right, my loves, thank you for joining me for another episode and I can't wait to see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to the Daring Author Podcast. If you love this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. And if you are ready to grow your author business with the support of the Daring Press, book in your free discovery call today before places fill up. We'll see you in the next Daring episode.